Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Dylan Hill. Thank you for joining us today, Dylan. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome. So, Dylan, if you can tell my listeners a bit about yourself, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Um, I work, really the thing that takes most of my time, it's kind of my personality these days, um, is a little project called Live for Another. And uh, essentially, it's it's my friends and I trying to help people in creative ways and kind of inviting people on the internet along for the ride and all of the shenanigans that we find ourselves um, crossing paths with <laughs> in the name of helping other people. Interesting. Um, how did that idea come to me, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy story. Um, it's not something that we really planned. Like at this point, it's you know it's an organization we're really proud of, but it's definitely not something that we put together a business plan for or anything like that. Um, it was really because people were kind to us, and it started as a way to we wanted to say thanks. Really, um, in college, 2017 specifically my uh my childhood best friend was diagnosed with leukemia and the doctors gave him a terminal diagnosis of one year and you know naturally being someone you've spent a lot of time with that's a pretty terrifying thing to hear um but we talked about it what that meant and you know the implications of that how scary it was and ultimately um I, I decided that I'd drop out of college and him and I would basically spend that year trying to pursue our bucket list. And um, so we did that. We started by basically making a little video, putting it out online, and it went very, very viral. And we found ourselves being the um, the people that the internet was helping. Like they're just a bunch of strangers that offered to help with a bunch of bucket list items. They made a lot of stuff possible for us. Um, could probably go on for days about all of the things we experienced. Um, at one point, like we got a private tour of SpaceX, really cool stuff <laughs> that were made possible by strangers. Um, and then kind of the, the, the big moment for us was um, we were trying to break the, a world record. That was one of the things on our bucket list. And so we set out to break the world record for the most bone marrow donor signups. Since he had leukemia, we were trying to... Uh, basically raise awareness for the need for bone marrow donors. And um, so we put together this social media campaign called Lemons for Leukemia. We put together all these videos and basically do, we were doing what we always did, which was try to involve the internet and like this, this story of our life really. Um, And, and it paid off because 13,000 people, they signed up to be bone marrow donors. And then we would come to find out that one of those people, um, one of the people who was watching our journey on like Facebook and YouTube um, signed up to be a donor, helped us break that world record, and then ultimately was the donor for my friend. Um, <laughs> so we experienced like this this kind of generosity from the internet, from strangers, that was literally life changing, right? Like it helped to save his life, which is something that's still hard for me to wrap my head around. But the closest I can get is just trying to help other people in return and trying to have the same mentality that a lot of people had for us, which was just have fun with it. Like, do the best you can, right? And um, just keep an eye out for an opportunity to be kind. And so that's kind of what it's all about. Of course, it's grown a little bit bigger than that. Um, That's where we started. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, we wanted to say thanks. Oh, that's absolutely incredible. Um, I know you do this for, um, it started off with with your friend, and obviously you've made a 
real um lifestyle of um applying and helping others with their bucket list as well um is there any um I'm sure you've done a lot yeah but um is there any um bucket list in your um bucket list memory in particular that you're quite fond of at all yeah Um, I mean there there's I think my favorite one just because of how silly it was um sort of early on in the experience with my friend we were getting interviewed by a local news um channel and during the interview, we were explaining some of the items on our bucket list. And we mentioned that one of the things we're really nervous to do is to, um, I think it was like number 10 or something, was to scream really loud in a quiet place. And during the interview, we realized that in like the room over from us, they were having um, like this conference or something, right? It was like a bunch of people in this big um, banquet hall and this some sort of, you know, someone was on stage speaking. And the news person kind of encouraged us to walk into the room and scream really loud. And it was super embarrassing. We were pretty obnoxious. Like, I feel bad for the people in the room. But it was also really sweet to just kind of just go and do it. And it was such a silly thing to do with my friend, you know. And we, I, it, it was just really random, I guess. And it was, um, it was one of the smaller ones. And so I always kind of appreciate that because it was just so simple. Like, we just walked in and screamed and like... <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not something that, like, is inherently amazing, but it's something that we would not have done if we weren't in, like, the situation of the news interview or the situation of thinking about the final year, you know? It it was something that was so weird, but the weirdness of it was cool about it. Yeah, I can can understand that. That's, it is pretty (laughs) cool. (laughs) Um, With everything going on right now with the, um, pandemic are you still how has that affected your platform or has it helped your platform in any way yeah Um, yeah so really like our goal we call them kindness projects and really like from other people looking at our website they might think that like we're just super wholesome people that want to help other people (laughs) which is maybe like 10 percent of it but the rest of it i think a lot of our ideas come from it's almost like like a therapy session in a weird way. So we will, you know, myself or someone else um, on the team will kind of feel upset about something or they'll feel bothered by something, right? So you're walking down the street and you notice like a homeless guy not getting respected, right? Something that bothers us. And so we bring it up and we brainstorm and try to think of a way to create a kindness project out of it. Um, So yeah, right. So the pandemic is like one of the most difficult things that we'll experience in our lives, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, that it doesn't get harder than this, but <laughs> it's it's definitely been stressful, right? It's just like the isolation, the 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 numbers keep rising, and and all the stuff people have to go through. It's things that gets us in that mindset to need kindness, and so we've gotten really creative. I think um, one of my my favorite things was maybe we got a little bit too creative. Um, we were naturally pretty bothered by like the lockdowns and stuff, right? It, we missed each other. And at one point we were, we, we thought like, man, everyone's wearing masks these days. It would be a perfect opportunity to rob a bank. And that was kind of just like a dumb joke, right? It's not even that funny, (laughs) but we said it. And, and eventually that robbed into like, what if we role played that we were like mission impossible style, like secret spies robbing a bank, which evolved into why don't we go and just spend a bunch of money at thrift stores? 
pretending that we're robbing the place. And then everything that we get through that act of just having fun, we donate to a homeless shelter. And it was probably one of the most ridiculous things we ever made. Cause, cause me and all my friends, we like really like movies and filmmaking. So we, we literally shot it. Like we were in like an action movie and like made it really dramatic, but it was just have us having fun using the opportunity of wearing masks as an excuse to help homeless people. Um, so it, it was lots of fun and it was something that we never would have come up with if we weren't like in the difficult mindset of being in the pandemic. Um, so it, yeah, it makes it harder to do like things we would like to do. Some of our bigger ideas, it's hard to socialize, right? You don't want to put people at risk, but it introduced new ideas that were just as interesting <laughs> for lack of a better way to describe what we did. <laughs> oh, that is still so cool. That oh my god! It's a weird video. Yeah, <laughs> I I would I I have to I have to watch that video. That is so cool. Um. Well, I always have an icebreaker question, but I don't know if I can stump you because you've done you're a really creative person. So this, um, I don't think my icebreaker question will be able to stump you. Okay, if you could have any superpower what would it be that's not flying or writing <laughs> i i don't know if i can stump you wait what was that second one writing if you could have any superpower that does not involve flying because I have, I have to make it difficult for you because right. you don't because you've done so much if you have any superpower that does not involve flying or actually writing like writing like writing with a pencil or a pen i see what would it be that's a great question i think it would be uh i mean this is kind of a weird answer it's kind of it might even be a little bit depressing but i would like to have super powered focus because that's something i've like really been having a hard time with like this year during the pandemic i was diagnosed with adhd and it's something that i realized is like a big problem so that seems like a big, it's felt like a big challenge for me. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind is super powered focus. Cause I feel like I could do a lot more good for the world if I wasn't so distracted by shiny things. <laughs> and so it seems like the most practical superpower off the top of my head. I don't know if that's um, a normal answer. No, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, That's the thing about this question. Everybody answers it. Um, pretty differently some people take a more sincerity answer or a practical answer or a comical answer and I love your answer um I actually have ADHD as well so um I have a bit of a kinship with you as far as um the I'm trying to stay focused because I can get distracted real easily as well so yeah it's funny because I was um I, I, w- I was uh, prescribed some medication and I was worried about the side effects. So I started tracking my blood pressure. And I, I just yesterday, I was doing a, like a statistical analysis to see if there was a correlation between my blood pressure on and off the meds. And then right as I finished, I realized like, wow, this is a perfect example that I really do have ADHD because I just spent two hours like doing all this weird math for blood pressure, but I can't stay focused on like a two hour movie. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing the way it works yeah but um hmm. maybe there's another question a comical one since because i because you're such a cool person oh thank you 
can I pose a question to you? Sure. So uh, on our website, we we just started this thing called the Kindness Fund, and basically the I, basically we've come to find out that everyone in the world has a capacity for kindness, right? Some people, their capacity for kindness is throwing money at a charity, and that's okay, right? If that's what you can do, that's great. Some people they don't have resources like money to just give, but they have a lot of passion and ideas. And our kindness fund is like our goal is to kind of bridge that gap. So if people have money, they can invest in the kindness fund. If people have ideas, then they suggest how that money is spent, and then we kind of we kind of make it make it possible. So like one thing, uh, you know, we raised some money. Uh, one member of our community suggested that we donate it to uh, to buy socks for a homeless shelter. As an example, another person suggested we hand flowers to strangers, things like that, right? If you, yeah. if if I had a hundred dollars to give you right now, how would you use it to spread kindness, or how do you suggest that we use it to spread kindness? Hundred dollars. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think, and perhaps this is. Um, because I don't know what how much of my podcast you know about, but um, I'm also diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, quite frankly, uh, I will make, perhaps this is just me. I would use the hundred dollars to help the diabetic community in some way. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, and that's just one idea off the top of my head. There's probably several ideas that come to mind, but. Um, I would use it to help the diabetic community. Actually, in fact, I would, I mean, obviously $100 can only do so much, right. but I would use that sum to perhaps try to help the process of getting vaccinations for diabetics mm. a lot quicker. Um, obviously, um, certain people in the vaccination route take higher priority, but um Diabetics are important too. Yeah, I mean that's a <laughs> and, um, risk factor, right? Yeah, um, we're part of that um, percent to that. If we get infected, our survival rate is um, not; it's unlikely to survive. Yeah. I guess is so. Um, we need the vaccine probably, a, and I'm just I'm just making a small humorous joke here. We probably need a vaccine a lot more than a football player, right? Or, or just the other average people around your age that don't have diabetes. I would imagine. Yeah. So, um, if I could use that hundred dollars to help the process or speed up the process for other diabetics like myself to get the vaccine, um, then I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I love about the question is I never, I mean, we have been trying to think about like vaccine related stuff, but I don't know anyone with diabetes. So it's not something that like has ever really crossed my mind, except for, you know, learning about diabetes, obviously. But as far as like living with it, it's not something I think about. So that's like a brand new perspective that you learn when you, uh, when you ask people like a, a weird question like, <laughs> like that. I always try to ask people that question because it gives us new ideas, you know, new ways to help. Yeah, but um. That's just one idea. And you know this diabetic now. So. Yeah, there you go. Now <laughs> now I, get, I can do some research and uh, ask questions if I need to. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have any other questions? Oh, and it can't even be humorous ones. Um, I mean, you do 
kindness projects all the time. Uh, maybe maybe you and can they... help me flesh out an idea we came up with yesterday. Okay, <laughs> I can give it a shot. It, so, um, I would. The, there was this uh, this series online called Young Change Makers, and and I was reaching out to some of the other people that were also featured in the series, just to you know kind of network and brainstorm. Um, I was talking to this girl who does a lot of environmental work. She's actually sixteen. It's really spectacular the things she's done already. Um, but in our discussion, we were talking like about what's like a simple act of kindness that relates to environmentalism. Now, you know, there's a lot of like, oh, you can ride your bike to work or you can eat less meat, things like that, that have an impact on the environment. But I was curious if, they, if there's a way to have a positive effect on someone else using the context of environmentalism. Um, so the idea we came up with, that is such a silly idea. But I was thinking of going to like Home Depot or something and buying um, a tree, right? One that, that needs to be planted. And then just seeing how long it would take to going door to door asking someone if I can plant a tree in their yard with them. Like together we dig a hole and then plant this tree at their house. As you can tell, I, the, there's a lot of fleshing out to be had, but <laughs> that's an idea that's been on our mind is like, a, no pun intended, a seed of an idea that is kind of like silly and goofy in the way that we try to keep our stuff. I think it could be a good idea. Um, I feel like it also can be a sentimental one. Um, nature um, in all its um, wisdom is peaceful and therapeutic and I for one enjoy um looking amongst the trees every single day so I feel like planting a tree could be helpful and it could be um a generational thing some people have trees in on their lawns for maybe 500 years yeah maybe like last a really long time that's funny to imagine like a great grandkid and the great grandpa is like, you see that tree there? Some random dude walked up to my house and planted that 55 years ago <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> he was a re- really weirdo, but hey, it's a cool tree. Yeah, I think, I think that could be a good I think it's a good idea. be interesting for sure to see people's reactions. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess the people's reactions, I mean, they would have to be okay with you planting the actual tree. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of weird stuff that we, we try to wrap our head around. <laughs> Things like that. Uh, well, Dylan, um, we can talk about trees or... um mental focus which i feel like we all need um this pandemic's really given us a chance to slow down in my opinion mm-hmm. as far as focusing on what truly matters um but we're at the end of this awesome conversation um do you have any um plugins like where people can find your website or any social medias that people can connect with yeah. you on that you want to yeah for sure we like to say that anyone who feels like they want to have a bigger impact on the world um we like to think that we have an outlet for their generosity and they can basically start that process on our website liveforanother.com they can find all the all the links and stuff check out some videos uh suggest an idea that kind is fun all that good stuff awesome well dylan um 
um, massive um, praise to all the work you've been doing. And um, thank you for joining me today. This was a really great conversation. Yeah, thank you. To all my listeners, um, stay healthy, stay safe, um, hug a tree. There you go. If you would like to do that, (laughs) hug a tree and just um, share some kindness in any way you can. And until next time. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you would like to leave a rating slash review or voice message of your thoughts on this latest episode or any episode for that matter, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave me a voice message right here on Anchor. And if you would like to leave a review slash rating, you are welcome to do so on Apple Podcasts. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podchaser, to name a few. My podcast is literally everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you would like to speak to your heart warrior, that would be me, on a regular basis. You can reach out to me through Twitter. My Twitter handle is heartwarrior24. Again, it is heartwarrior24. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me with whatever is on your mind or just to simply chat. As always, I am here for you. In addition, I've also started integrating videos into my podcast. For those videos and more, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Words of Heart Podcast. Again, my Facebook page is called Words of Heart Podcast. So if you would like to know more about my podcast or anything pertaining to my podcast, feel free to like and subscribe to my page. And as always, I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. And if you ever need anything or ever want anyone to talk to, I am here for you.